Hello listeners and welcome to the Montel Pod Extra, bringing you the latest energy developments in these unprecedented COVID-19 times. Joining the pod today is Bernadette Papp of Virtus Environmental Finance. A warm welcome to you, Bernadette. Hello, Richard, and welcome to all the listeners. Today, we're going to be talking about carbon and the ETS. We saw this morning, just before we recorded this, actually, that there was there was a uh, carbon auction and uh, prices have kind of jumped a bit after that. Can you tell us what's going on, Bernadette? Yes, uh, today we had an ordinary auction of uh, EU member states that did not opt out from the common auction platform, offering a total of 2.7 million LONCs uh, to bidders. And uh, what we have seen was that uh, the auction cleared with a slight premium compared to the secondary market price. And after the announcement of the auction result, we also saw a positive reaction in the secondary market. This is generally what's happening after a strong auction result. So it seems that there is still demand for the allowances, although many would assume that in difficult times like this, when industrials have to shut down, are forced to shut down, and uh, the demand for power is declining sharply, there would be less demand for the LONCs. But this auction results shows the opposite. Okay. I mean, last week, uh, we saw prices fall, you know, uh, massively down to the 14, just above 14 euros. And this week, they've been stabilizing, it seems, around 17. Do you expect now sentiment, or do you think sentiment has turned a bit and we could be seeing an upswing? For the time being. Hmm. But I think you have to be very brave to say that, okay, carbon price bottomed out last Monday at uh, 14.34. So this was an almost two years minimum. Mm. The price lost uh, almost 40% in a couple of days. So the fall was quite dramatic, to be honest, which means that carbon in the whole energy mix was uh, the second weakest performer. The weakest was oil, of course, but there we have a separate story going on, the conflict between the producing countries. But unfortunately, EUAs were the weakest performers if we compare the price development um, in gas, coal or power markets. So actually, those who follow the carbon price for a long time already, they know very well that carbon has been always volatile. Yep. Let's confess, this is an artificial market created by political decision making. Any political development could have a huge impact in the past, but also economic downturns like we have seen it after 2008 and nine, when um, the whole world had a, a challenge in the form of a financial crisis. So, all in all, the carbon price is very volatile. What we have seen last week was a huge bounce down. And apparently, we found a bottom around 14 euros. But I think that the end is still far away. So, I'm afraid I cannot tell that we won't see lower price levels in the future. So do you think we could fall to 10, for example? Is 10 more likely than moving back up to 20? Likelihood is very difficult to estimate because everything depends on time. 
So what we have right now in the carbon market, but actually in oil markets, is something like we could call a black swan phenomenon mm. that we have never seen. Actually, the current situation cannot even be compared to the economic crisis we had back in 2008 and 9 because the circumstances are completely different so of course everybody is interested when we get back to normal if we get back to normal or will life be completely different from what we had before the outbreak of the pandemic these are questions that in my opinion nobody can answer and the key is the time and even economists are debating right now what kind of shape the economy can take in the next couple of months. Will it be reshape like a sudden bounce back in the economy? This could have also an implication that the chances that we see 20 euros EUA price soon are high. Other economists say, because also governments are uh, striving to, to flatten the curve of new infections, and therefore we can also expect in the economy a gradual recovery, a rather U-shape recovery. And this would mean that, for example, we could fall easily lower in, in the carbon market. So as you've mentioned, I cannot exclude the possibility of hitting 10 euros again. But in my opinion, what is more likely is something like a consolidation between 14 euros, like we have seen that as a good support level also from the technical point of view, and let's say 18 or uh, 19 euros. And uh, in the case of some extreme news, uh, if, for example, another country announces lockdown of essential industry or non-essential industry, then we could see the price leaving this comfort zone, let's call it like that, either downside or upwards. For example, any kind of positive news regarding a vaccine. Okay. that uh, could halt the spread of the virus would be appreciated by investors, I think. You've mentioned that, again, we know carbon is, is a very volatile market and, and reacts very quickly to bits of news coming out either from policymakers or other related markets. But what at the moment would you say are the main drivers, Bernadette? Because we, you know, we've, there's been talk of the speculators selling off positions, you know, What's the sentiment and what are the drivers at the moment? Yes, correct. So I think that the big exit of those speculators who wanted to exit and stick to the motto, cash is king, this has been done on the days when we have seen volumes traded around 80, 90 millions in the carbon market, in mm. the benchmark contract. So this is something exceptional we haven't seen before. And it's, in my opinion, a good indication that those financial players were more active in this market. Vertis um, has always served compliance entities. So from our side, what I can also share with you is that our clients are mainly focusing on the future. Of course, at the moment, they also try to improve their liquidity. Some of installations selling surplus allowances they accumulated in the past or 
part of the 2020 free allocation they have received until February. But we haven't seen many sellers. So those appearing on the seller side, in my assumption, were mainly financial entities that do not have any compliance obligation in this system. And for them, it's quite easy to jump in and out in the carbon market. Maybe they are even considering reopening positions, long positions, once they see the price consolidating or not hitting any new lows anymore. Maybe we have to wait a little bit for that because checking the volumes of the last couple of days, they are just back uh, below 30 million in the benchmark contract. So maybe they are still in a wait and see mood, but sooner or later, we might see them reappear again. So they are not that active at the moment. But they could be back. Yes, they could be back in the future. On the other hand, we should not forget that despite the expectation of many market players, the European Commission did not delay the compliance deadline of the installations, which means that all allowances equivalent to 19 emissions have to be surrendered by the end of April. Those who still have a shortage now have to turn to the market and purchase allowances. So this might uh, provide some kind of support to the price at the moment, I believe. Plus, of course, anything like restarting operation in those countries or, or sectors that are essential or in countries where they see already a decreasing number of new cases can support the price. Plus, of course, it's also important to say that in the case of of installations with a compliance obligation, the approach to the carbon market has changed significantly in the last couple of years. While in the past, in phase two or in the beginning of phase three, most of them were rather short-sighted and targeted only the next compliance. There are now more companies having long-term strategies to cover their emissions, which means that this is the last year of phase three and next year a new phase starts with less allowances available in the system. I also have to confess that those installations having this long-term strategy and uh, having the liquidity, of course, in these very difficult times, start preparing already with different um, kinds of instruments. So it can be a futures contract, it can be an option for the future. I think that's a, that's a very good summary of what's happening currently in the carb market. And I think, as you mentioned, the key is whether the recovery will be U or V-shaped. Um, so we will continue to to monitor that very very closely Bernadette Papp thank you very much for you know expounding your views on what's happening today in, in the carbon market thank you thank you very much for the opportunity thank you Bernadette and goodbye goodbye Hello, listeners, that's all for today. Uh, remember to tune in every day at 5 o'clock CET on covid19.montelnews.com via the Montel website and on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. 
Please remember to tune into the Montel Weekly as well every Friday, where we'll be bringing you all the relevant energy market news and updates. Thank you. Bye.